Hi, I'm Jerrica Martinez, and it is my intention to bring you weekly episodes shining light and truth on my true passion, fitness, giving you helpful tips, inspiring you to dig deep, and cheering you on every step of the way. Each month, I will be interviewing women entrepreneurs rising to greatness and living out their passion, whatever it may be. Together, it is my hope that this platform will leave you uplifted and encouraged. After all, this is a space where I want to empower as many women as possible. Keep shining. This is Jerrica Martinez, the podcast. Well, I had so much fun hanging out with you all today, and I'm so thankful that you decided to listen in. Every Wednesday, I will be airing a new episode of Jerrica Martinez, the podcast. If you loved hanging out with me and you want to hang out more, my social media handle is at Jerrica Martinez with two Z's on all social media platforms. This episode is an episode that I am super excited to share with each and every one of you. One, because I absolutely believe it's beneficial to each and every one of us, regardless of how far along we are on our fitness journey. And two, because I like sharing information that I have learned, especially if I have seen it work in my life and I find it helpful and beneficial. So there is a huge common misconception around nutrition and diet and hydration and training and all of that. And most of us do not understand the importance of nutrition and hydration. So we sort of tend to neglect it, which is the wrong answer. So in this episode of Jericho Martinez, the podcast, we are going to unpack the importance of hydration and nutrition and how it plays a huge part in your training. There is a lie out there in the world that says, um, regardless of what you eat, as long as you train super hard, you can eat whatever you want. And I really hope that you don't believe that. Stay tuned and listen why. In the back that may have been distracted. Hydration, nutrition, and training all hold the same amount of weight when it comes to you reaching your fitness goals. Seriously, you will not. You will not see your optimal results. You will not see your full potential for all the work that you have been putting in if you do not consider all three of these and take them super seriously. After all, our goal is to get better. So once you know better, you do better. And that is my hope for you during this episode. There's a huge misconception in the fitness life, in the fitness industry, in the fitness world, however you want to tackle it or whatever you want to say. But Somebody put a lie out there in the world saying, regardless of how hard you train, you can eat whatever you want and you will still see, you will still see results. Now, that is not true. You cannot out-train a bad diet. I know that there are athletes out there, professional athletes that, yeah, they eat more than what you would typically eat as a female or what I would typically eat as a female, but they still don't eat super bad. They still typically tend to stick to a well-balanced diet, a clean diet. So keep that in mind that there are actually pro athletes out here that use their body as their way to make money playing a sport that they love and they still stick to diets they still stick to hydration amounts they still stick to very vigorous training and they don't eat crazy and they see results and that's why their body is able to move and perform the way that it does so keep that in mind that you cannot out train a bad diet i don't know what 
you have heard in the past. I don't know what people have told you. I don't know what you are led to believe. But please do not believe that you can eat whatever you want. You can eat McDonald's every single day. And you can follow it with five cups of coffee and be good to go and be able to have an eight pack and look like the Hulk. I don't know if that's your goal, but if it is, it's not going to happen. Um, I want you to know that it's not 50-50. That's another huge thing that I've been hearing as I've been talking to my peers and asking them what they think about hydration nutrition. And a lot of people are saying it's 50-50. And it's not. Please do not tackle this as a 50-50 process. It's 100-100. You give your nutrition 100%, you give your hydration 100%, you give your training 100%, and you will come out on top every single time. It's no 50-50. It's 100-100. 100, 100. 100 nutrition and um, hydration and 100% training, and you will see those goals. That is the formula that you need to see those goals. Please do not stay in the wrong mindset and set yourself up for failure. So... I want you guys to just stay mindful that it is equally as important as training. Your nutrition is equally as important as training. So we're going to get into the tips now that I have for you because I'm going to be giving you the tips throughout the episode. And we're going to start with tip number one, and that is the importance of hydration. And I'm saying this first because it truly is that important. Your body is 60% water. 60% water. I don't know what it is but your body can go some odd number like seven to ten days without food and it can only operate like three to four days without water that's how important water is water is a necessity to your body regardless if you're in fitness or not fitness i kind of remix that part but you need to be drinking a gallon a day if you do not drink a gallon a day you need to be drinking your body weight in ounces so for quick and easy math because that's how my head works If you are 150 pounds, you need to be drinking 150 ounces of water every single day. Tailor that to how much you weigh and figure that part out. But if you're not striving to get a gallon of water in a day, you need to be striving to get your body weight in ounces of water per day. Now, don't get me wrong and don't call me crazy. You do not necessarily have to walk around with a gallon of water every single day to ensure that you're getting a gallon of water you can have a water bottle and drink as many water bottles as it takes to add up to reach a gallon of water a gallon of water is 128 ounces for those of you guys who are not familiar with that so if you don't want to carry around a gallon of water which you don't necessarily have to just make sure that you have a water bottle and you know how many ounces that water bottle is and then just fill it up and drink as many as you need to get to that number of ounces whether you're going for your body weight or a full gallon i personally drink a full gallon of water a day i don't really care if i carry around a gallon honestly it doesn't bother me but if i don't want to carry around a gallon i have a specific water bottle and i know how many ounces it is and i know how many it takes for me to drink a day that's going to get me to a gallon so don't don't think that you have to carry around a gallon every single day and if you don't have a gallon you're not going to get your water in there's plenty of days where I don't have a gallon of water with me like an actual gallon and I'll just keep track of the ounces of what I'm drinking like if I go to the store and I buy you know a 16 ounce bottle water like a 16 ounce bottle of water I just know okay I need to keep this water bottle and keep filling it up until it reaches 128 ounces so just keep that in mind you don't have to go all out crazy and look you know 
a little bit overboard for you to obtain your goals. This is very realistic goals and it could definitely happen. So hydration is tip number one and I want you to understand the importance and I cannot stress it enough. Hydration is super, super, super important. Some of you guys are listening to this and y'all haven't even drank one bottle of water today. When I'm recording this, it is 12.47 in the afternoon. And some of you guys have went all day without drinking one sip of water. We got to do better. Now that you know better, you can do better, right? Am I right? Am I right? Okay. Tip number two is meal prepping. Now, this is going to be a little bit of a lengthy situation that I want to get into because I believe that there is some negative connotation around meal prepping as well. And I want to start off by saying that the days of brown rice and chicken and broccoli are over. Sis, we don't have to eat that three times a day for seven days a week, okay? We don't have to do that. There's plenty of other options out there. But meal prep helps you stay on track, especially if you have goals, like I mentioned in all of my podcast episodes up until this point. You need to have a goal and you also need to have a plan. And when you're meal prepping, I want you to keep in mind that quantity and quality both matter when you're meal prepping. You need to make sure that you're getting the right amount of meals, the right amount of calories, the right amount of macros. You need to make sure that you're eating for your goal. And you wanna make sure that you're eating nutrient-dense foods that are gonna keep you full longer, that are gonna make you feel better, that aren't gonna make you feel lethargic, that aren't gonna make you feel tired, that aren't gonna make you crash by you know one o'clock in the afternoon. We wanna keep in mind that quantity and quality both matter. So. Shop for meals and plan your meals out. I don't know if you are blessed in this realm. I'm not, I know that. But if you are the person that goes into the supermarket and you can just go in there without a list and come out with, you know, three meals a day for seven days a week that are nutrient dense and amazing, hey, come to my house and help your girl out because I'm not like that. I need to plan out my meals and then shop accordingly so I know that I'm getting everything that I need to last me for that week. I need to make sure that I have time to prep for these meals. I have exactly what I need for these meals because what is worse than trying to plan and be proactive and then you realize that you don't even have what you need to cook the meals that you're trying to prep for. That's just, no, that's a buzzkill completely. We're not gonna do that. So shop and plan for your meals. Also, use Pinterest or some type of app or website that you know that has a variety of recipes on it. For me personally, I operate off of like a pescatarian diet. I don't eat meat and I don't eat dairy. So for me, I kind of have to go a little bit of the extra mile to find meals that I would like that fit into that little box that I've created for myself. And that's fine, but that's for me. So For you, just know like, hey, if you don't like chicken, you have to find meals obviously that aren't with chicken. And I've noticed that Pinterest has helped me so much finding like vegetarian and vegan meals or quick and easy meals that I can bulk prep so I can prep like, you know, two or three pounds of shrimp if I wanna eat shrimp. And then that will last me for however many days or rice or quinoa. So keep that in mind. Pinterest has a plethora, a plethora of recipes that are tailored to all types of diets. So keep that in mind and definitely utilize that resource because who wants to eat chicken and brown rice every single day? That's boring. That's gonna get you off track because you're not gonna wanna eat that and then you're gonna go binge at Dunkin' Donuts and get the pumpkin donuts that are in this season right now. I don't know if you know that they have that, but they do. 
and it's 550 calories for the full donut so there's that and okay back on track um i want you to look at your meals as a whole when you're meal prepping yes you're looking at the serving sizes for the rice and for the broccoli and for the sweet potatoes and for the shrimp and for the chicken and you're looking at the serving lord you're looking at the serving size but i want you to look at your meal as a whole because you need to calculate your protein for that whole entire meal you need to calculate your carbs for that whole entire meal and your fat for that whole entire meal not just specifically for one item that you are eating also keep in mind that fat is our friend okay healthy healthy fats i should have i should have led with that healthy fats are our friends right fats are huge for slowing down your digestion and allowing food to last in your body for four to six hours so if you don't want to snack every 30 minutes because you're tired of being hungry and if you don't want to be sitting in class or at your desk and have a full bag of cheez-its just out there while you're munching on them that's not going to get you closer to your goals but fats you want to eat high fats and those help you stay full longer so make sure that you know that and make sure you're looking at your meals in a whole so you can see how much fat you're consuming how much sugar you're consuming how much carbs you have do you, are you meeting your protein for the day you need to stay um you need to stay accountable for what you're intaking if you're eating in a caloric surplus are you really eating in a caloric surplus or are you just maintaining if you're eating in a caloric deficit are you actually eating in a deficit or are you just maintaining are you going to see the goals your nutrition plays a huge part in seeing your goals like i said you cannot out train a bad diet if you eat like crap you're gonna feel like crap you might look like crap if that's you know depending on your goals if you feel like you look like crap that's for you to say i personally think you're beautiful but that's just me so make sure that you keep that in mind you need to pay attention to your meals as a whole and you need to pay you need to pay attention to the serving sizes read labels holy cow holy cow read labels read what is in what you're putting in your body if you cannot pronounce it it's a no if it's not healthy for you it's a no you have to know what is going into your body. You have to know what is in those potato chips, what's in that rice, what's in that bowl, what's in those noodles. You have to know what is going into your body. You should be very, very concerned with what you're putting into your body. Not just for your goals and for fitness, but for your overall health. You should be very, 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 very cautious about what you put into your body. So, tip number three. You need to track your calories. You need to track your calories. I didn't believe in this for a long time. I want to say for like four years, I didn't believe in tracking your calories. I thought it was obnoxious to scan in every single item that you're putting into your body and calculate this and calculate that and look at this. And I thought it was crazy. The people that did that, they were crazy. I'm one of those people now. I guess I'm crazy. So keep in mind that your calories are your fuel your calories are the fuel that you're putting into your body your energy that you're putting into your body so you need to look at what's going into your body and look at what is it mostly what is this 
item mostly made up of is it protein is it fats is it carbs you need to look at what it is mostly made up of because some labels can be misleading that's why you need to look at the ingredients some labels can say oh it's high in fiber but then you turn it over and it's also high in sugar high in sodium high in carbs high in protein like we need to pay attention to all of that because all of that plays a huge role in how you will perform how you will feel, how you will sleep, how you will hold weight, how you will hold water, all of that plays a huge role in it. And I will say this, count your macros to understand what is in the food that you are putting in your body. If it says, like I just said, high in protein, it may be high in protein, but it also may be high in other things as well. And those other things are gonna hinder your hinder your progress. So you need to make sure that you understand the importance of what's going into your body. You need to... Um, really understand how important the macros are if you are not familiar with macros macros are the and since i'm here already i'm just going to go ahead and let you know that proteins um equal four calories for each gram the same thing with carbohydrates carbohydrates are four calories for each gram and then fats are nine calories per each gram of whatever you're eating. So that's a good way to calculate it if you don't put it into your app, if you don't wanna put an app, or if you don't wanna write it down, that's just a good way to kind of calculate and then figure out if that's gonna be good for you or not. And I kinda want you to focus more on what you can eat rather than what you can't eat. Because a lot of times we focus on the negative, we just tend to focus on the negative in today's society. And instead of focusing on what you cannot eat, Try to shift your focus on what you can eat and what you can eat are good things for you that are going to make you feel good, that are very um, nutrient dense, that are going to help you, you know, feel full longer, that are going to help support your goals and re help you reach those goals that you have set for yourself. And the last tip that I have for you is to eat when you're hungry. If you are hungry, that is your body's way of telling you that it needs fuel, that it needs energy, that it needs something because it's running low. That doesn't necessarily mean that it needs fried chicken or that it needs a milkshake or that it needs a piece of Publix cake. You have to listen to your body. Don't overeat, but listen to your body. Are you just bored? Are you eating because you're bored? Are you an emotional eater? Are you just somebody that just likes food and just eats because you want to eat? You have to know yourself and pay attention to your body because your body is really good at responding to things that you put into it and things that you neglect from it. So if you are hungry, I highly encourage you to, whenever you are meal prepping and shopping for meals, to shop for snacks as well. Pay attention to the ones that the snacks that are in boxes or cartons because those typically tend to be processed and those are not necessarily good for you. So make sure that you like make sure that you read the ingredients again. Make sure that on everything that you are putting into your body and consuming that you read the ingredients. Be smart and don't make excuses for yourself. Get out of your own way. The reason why a lot of us do not stick to this lifestyle is because it is hard and we make excuses for ourselves and we give up on ourselves. You don't have to do that if you set yourself up for success, if you are accountable and you stay focused on the goals that you have for yourself. Get out of your own way. There are no more excuses that you can use that aren't, that are valid, that are valid, not aren't, that are valid. We need to get out of our own way, okay? Make sure that you have snacks. If you are going to be out on the town, if you're going to be at class all day on campus, if you're going to be 
at your desk all day, if you are going to be traveling, whatever you are, make sure that you plan accordingly for whatever you're doing, whatever you are doing, make sure that you're planning accordingly. So that way you are not setting yourself up for failure, but instead setting yourself up for success. Now, this is something that I didn't really pay too much attention to um, really early on in my fitness journey. Um, And that is my coffee. So I am Hispanic and I am a coffee lover and I drink coffee daily. But a lot of us will just order whatever tastes good and then forget about whatever's in it because it's coffee and we need that to help us get through the day. That is something that we need to pay way more attention to because I don't know if you know this, but like a frappuccino, a caramel frappuccino at Starbucks is like 1200 calories. Like that's a full day, almost a full day of eating in one drink. Please pay attention to your calories. Don't drink your calories if you don't have to. Eat your calories, drink water. I am a person that I don't like to drink my calories. I'll have coffee, but I will have it with the minimum of everything, like sugar-free this, sugar-free that, like almost like black coffee for me. So um, pay attention to what is going into your coffee. Read what is going into your coffee. I will tell you that there is a profile on Instagram that I came across And he really breaks down like Starbucks coffees, Dunkin' Donuts coffees, and helps you figure out what coffee you would like that is low in sugar and high in protein, low in carbs, like all of this stuff. He is amazing when it comes to this. And I'm so glad that I found him because he actually opened my eyes to a lot of things that are in coffee that I didn't really realize because they were my favorite drinks. So he is at the macro barista on instagram and he breaks down everything he gives you the macros he tells you everything about the drink that you need to know and he tries like all of these fads these popular things he comes up with like crazy drinks and it is honestly so helpful because for a coffee gal like me i need something like that that's going to help me because they don't necessarily have all the macros written down for every single thing that's going into the drink they have like okay this is 330 calories and they don't tell you why it's 330 calories so that he he gives you like um suggestions for substitutions he gives you suggestions for like different types of milk uh vegan dairy free Uh, like a whole bunch of stuff so I highly recommend you go check them out if you're a coffee person and you really like coffee and if you want to get better insight on what you're actually drinking and what your like coffee order now has in it and what you can do to improve that to help you stay on track and get you closer to your goals because that is super important and that's definitely something that I overlooked because I thought coffee was coffee and whenever I was growing up vanilla bean frappuccinos were my jam like my jam okay and then I switched to caramel frappuccinos and those were my jam for like years and then I'm like holy cow as soon as I realized what was in it a lot of the things that we consume we don't know what is in them and when we find out what is actually in them we realize okay this is not helping me like this honestly is not helping me so make sure you do your research these are the four tips I will go through them one more time just to help you stay focused go ahead get a piece of paper write these down uh we are going to focus on tip one which is hydration 
Tip two, meal prepping. Tip three, track your calories. Tip four, have snacks. Thank you so much for tuning in. This week we have new episodes airing every single Wednesday. I will see you next week.